Welcome to Much More Muchier with Pup Duffy and Caroline, an Odd Imagination production. Guys, I am here with Marta Spedic. We're going to be talking about her new film. It's I Am Rage. It'll be out August 1st. Uh, directed by David Ryan Keith, written by Stephen Durham and David Ryan Keith. It is wild, this film. <laughs> it, simply put, it to me, it's this horrific, bloody cult that really messes with the wrong person. <laughs> Sums it up really well. <laughs> play, you play the lead. You're, I know, looking at your history, you're, you know, you're your filmography or your, your work history, you're a badass. Ah. You're, you're in probably guys listening, any video game you could think of that has a badass in it. Mark has been in it. So I want to, yes, right. That's right. And you kick ass in this film. You really oh, do. Thank you. How did you get into mocap and voiceovers? I know you've probably heard that a lot, but how, yeah. I, <laughs> oh, it's such a convoluted way because I didn't go to drama school. I went to business school. Um, I, I was acted for fun. And then all of a sudden, like extremely long story short for that part, like people basically I was acting for fun and people started wanting to pay me for it. I was like, huh. Um, but I, yeah, I just took some courses for fun, like a one day course for motion capture for fun. And um, I was like, ooh, I like this. This is nice. <laughs> And then uh, for around the same time for I was working for this tech startup uh, during the base tech startup boom of the early 2010s. And um, we had this big bank as a client. We were doing this e-learning campaign and I recorded the like the VO for the pilot episode because we ran out of time. It was literally middle of the night before the morning we were going to pitch that as a project. And they were like, oh, we like her voice. She can do everything. So I ended up being in a studio for five weeks. I was like, huh, I like this too. And because I've been a gamer my entire life, like since before I could walk, I was bashing buttons on a computer. Um, it, uh, it, just, it just made sense. Like, I, I want to pursue this. So I, I just threw myself into training uh, with this tunnel vision of like, I'm going to be in games. I'm going to be in games. I'm going to be in games. Um, and I made it happen. You know, I made it happen. Like it, it wasn't like an easy journey or like, oh, it just happened. It was a lot of hard work, but then sort of started breaking through. And now I'm happy to say that it's it's sort of my most regular work. Like I'm working on, on games almost on a weekly basis, which has been so, so lucky and privileged to be able to say that. Um, and it's it kind of coincided with a lot of physical skills I already had. Um, I was, you know, a competitive swimmer growing up and ballet dancer at the same time. And I had like 3000 extracurriculars, um, but I had good body awareness. And uh, I eventually made my way into like stage combat and stunts. Uh, I did like various martial arts before, but nothing to like a really, really high level. Um, I just had this sort of base for it and then just did more of this performance combat. I like to call it because stage combat makes you think it's just for stage, but it's for everything so it's right. the art of being able to fight and make a fight look really brutal and realistic or like a fight that serves the story um and being able to act through the choreography and um make it look really really harsh without actually hurting each other because you know you need to throw that punch maybe for 20 different takes and 
you know, you can't just take out the, the ghost or just take it on the chin. Like, right. it's just not something you can do. And we didn't have stunt doubles on this production. So we needed to be a little bit careful. Well, I was going to say, I mean, it's very, very clear you did your own stunts because it's seamless. It's brilliant. And I think people need to understand everything you're saying is 100% correct. People don't just decide to be, you know, a voice actor or to be uh, work with mocap and it happens. It, it, this yeah. is, it's not the Hollywood dream like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break. It's and I, I would like quote Arnold Schwarzenegger on this a little bit, which is like the actual acting part is about 50% of your job. Um, the rest is meeting people, uh, just getting involved in like training. I, I train every week like i there's something i do every day that's for my you know creative career and whether it's vocal coaching like accent coaching singing lessons like that's the voice side and then you know i work out a lot to make sure that my body's in in that can take that kind of impact um and you know acting classes and workshops you know and i've had people ask me when i like rocked up at a workshop it's like why are you still taking these i'm like it never stops. <laughs> the training never stops. That's how it is. So yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a form of like continuing education. <laughs> yeah. It's muscles. Everything's sort of like a muscle. If you don't practice, um, then you're going to wind up on a job where you just can't do it. Like you can't do what your show reel is, you know, showing that you can do it's, right. um, yeah. And acting is a muscle, you know, you can't just, truthfully sort of emote and whatever if you're not used to doing that so it's super important to do scene studies and and that kind of stuff to keep the acting muscle active well and it's so funny that you say that because like me personally this is i'm fine with this because this is normal this is talking but to try to like to do a funny video or, or you know yeah. any natural naturally happening i'm yeah. like forget about it but if you would then like start and like start, you know, doing more and experimenting more and building up that habit, then you then you get into a role of it, right? That's that's the thing. It's like starting is the hardest part. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you said something um, about body awareness. And I just feel as someone, you know, doing stunts or even just taking basic direction, that's something that's so like important. You need to know exactly what they mean when they say, you know, step back, turn your hip and you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. Probably, that's probably key number one. To, yeah. if you want. Well, um, David and, um, and the rest of the team, Dave, Dave and Lorraine primarily, I believe, um, were very keen to ask, uh, to cast, uh, actors who have a stage combat or martial arts background, um, so we would be able to do these things ourselves and so they nobody would show up and be like you know physically just really not in tune with with their bodies and not be able to pick up the choreography at the speed that it needed to be because ultimately this is an indie movie um we had a grand total of three days of rehearsal before the main like principal photography started like normally for these fights you would be on a like on a big budget movie you would have three to six months of first the stunt teams choreographing 
you know, working with the stunt coordinator, maybe there'll be an action designer there as well. And they'll be filming all of these and trying to figure and the director will come over and you'll be like deciding angles. So you, you know, practice at what angle you have to like throw that punch and whatever else. And so it'll be like an art form uh, by before you ever end up on set. Um, whereas, cause I, I was part of the stunt team for, for a couple of, of things. And, um, on the other hand here, we had three days when our stunt coordinator, uh, Chris Torres, who is amazing, absolutely amazing. Cannot like, you know, cannot praise him enough. Um, rocked up from Los Angeles in middle of nowhere, Scotland. Uh, we were like an hour North of Inverness. And we ended up um, being in like the living room, the lounge of this hunting lodge, trying to fit in uh, crash mats, which we didn't get until the third day. They were delayed. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So we were just like, they're trying to choreograph, trying to get as much done as possible. And then the shooting schedule starts and you just have no wiggle room with the time. You just have to get it done. And so the final fight scene that would have been three or four days of shooting. We filmed that in six hours. Like insane. that is just insane. And obviously I look at some of the fights and things like that. And the perfectionist in me is always like, I, I would have done that differently. I, don't know, I only had another take if only, mm. but at some point you just got to let go and be like, you know what? I'm proud of what we achieved in the time allowed. Right. Absolutely. And like you said, as a perfectionist, you're viewing it. But as a casual viewer, you couldn't have told me that you only rehearsed for three days because yeah. like seamless, y'all looked like you knew what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it was three days to rehearse all of the action in the movie. And fun fact, we didn't actually get to the opening scene choreography. So the opening scene where I, you know, I, I, I murder somebody. Um, <laughs> It's shock. <laughs> um, in the opening scene, uh, we that kept getting like pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. And so that ended up being the last day of filming was all day was just the opening scene. And um, we hadn't choreographed anything. Um, this is where my training paid off, where I'm able to pick up choreography and work quickly. And they uh, really did me a favor because they brought in my friend Rajesh uh, Rajesh Richardeo, who is also an amazing stunt person, actor, choreographer, um, who is the guy that gets murdered. Um, and we had fought many, many times before, and we had trained together many times before. Um, half of my fight reel is me fighting him. <laughs> and so we were able to pick up, you know, we already had, it's a lot about trust when you do choreography, when you do stunts, things like that. Um, especially when you do contact there's certain contact moves there and so we both know what we're okay with already we didn't have to re like this reestablish that we were just able to dive in and just go and that was the only way that scene was going to get done in one day <laughs> that's insane because yeah. i don't think the like i said the casual viewer i don't think necessarily everybody understands that you don't film page one to page 120. Yeah. yeah. It, Chronologically. That's another thing where I'm like, as an actor or even, you know, shoot, as an extra, I'd be like, where am I? What are we doing? Oh, what day is it? Yeah. 
it's uh it's resource management right so um me as the baddie i'll have a lot of um scenes that have none of the other cast in it um i'll have a lot of scenes where it's just me 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 and it's not until me and aaron finally meet that i'm filming with most of the rest of the cast and so they had to like it made more sense to plan out days where we shoot all of my scenes that one day and the others get a day off um and i shoot everything that i the, the need for me because it's also you know getting into hair and makeup and all that kind of stuff and then um when they they have their full days i have the time off um you know it, it just it just makes more sense because then also the makeup team has fewer people to do and all that kind of stuff I think that's so cool to get that behind the scenes like that. And it makes yeah. sense. That's yeah. Cool. When you're, when you're doing work for a video game, is it similar to that or is it more page one to page? 50? Oh, it's so project to project. Um, it's not really video games are weird. It's a completely different process because um, you're not recording video games with your fellow cast. You are recording in the booth by yourself there's an engineer the director usually um or maybe nowadays post like during the post pandemic they just end up being on a zoom call so you just hear a voice in your headphones and they can see you but you can't see them and you're just like oh, i guess i'll make the noises um <laughs> but for games more often than not what you get is an excel spreadsheet of lines and some of them have like short bits of context and it's up to the director to to interpret the context uh to you like of how you're saying the thing. Um, but you just like, you know, rapid fire, you get the gist of the character, you get that sort of spine and you get in that zone and then you just go through it and you'll be, you know, you'll be doing hundreds, if not thousands of lines uh, from that Excel spreadsheet. And you just have to trust the director to the team to guide you in the, into the a performance that will match what, what the other actor has done. <laughs> But yeah, so that's a little trickier. Um, the other side is, is there's no hair and makeup <laughs> costume. You rock up in your sweatpants and you do the thing. I can just imagine like the spreadsheet and it says groans, parentheses, as if shot. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it'll be more like they're called efforts. Mm -hmm. um, and so it'll be like uh low low impact medium impact high impact and so you have to give them like 10 options of screams of like or like noises that you'd make when you get i don't know punched for low impact and then medium impact like you got root kicked really hard and then i don't know like there's one time when i was working on warhammer um they were like okay now give us a give us a scream like you got a cannon in the face cannonball in the face i'm like that I would be making a noise, would I like crunch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of kind of affecting all this. Um, but that's how you work through games. It's like it's rapid fire. Usually, I like I personally I do like uh, three hours maximum for me, just in terms of vocal quality. Because when your when your vocal cords get tired, uh, you your voice changes, right? So what you're recording in like when you're tired doesn't match what you recorded at the beginning of the session. So I'm like, okay, three hours cutoff point 
we'll do that. Um, and then you do so multiple sessions if need be, but you can get a lot done in three hours. Yeah, you don't want to go any further because then some 15 year old kid in Anaheim is complaining that they changed the character. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, I mean, it wouldn't even make it to the final version of the game. Like the audio team would be like, what is this? Like, <laughs> we have to re-record and then it costs them more money and they don't want to do that. So it's like this sort of, it's very much a team effort, just like with movies. Um, games are very much a team effort. Um like whether it's mocap, whether it's voice, I think in voice it's a little bit more of a team effort. Like mocap still kind of catching up a little bit because um, I find the developers, animators, when you work with them on uh, on a mocap shoot, they have this sort of very clear vision in their mind of what they're going to be animating. And so they really want you to fit exactly what they had in their mind. And sometimes it's a little bit more of a struggle to tell them, well, I'm an actor and I can give you a little bit more. So maybe something that you weren't expecting, you know, but you know, it, it's at the end of the day, it's you, like, it's a team effort to bring these characters to life by like, there's no one person that's like, Oh, I'm doing this by myself. Yeah. Right. I mean, people might think that, but they're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. The attention is disproportionate. Uh, definitely. Um, but it, it takes a village. I can just imagine an animator that came up with the idea and they're like saying to you, they're like, well, can you turn your elbow around? And you're like, you know, I'm not really an alien. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It'll be more like, well, I need you to walk over here and then you're going to, I don't know, you're going to raise your arm to open this cupboard and you're going to do something like, and I'm going to do the typical actor thing. I'm like, yeah, but why would my character go and open that cupboard because that informs how I'm how I'm going to go open the cupboard because you know it's like everything we do has an intention behind it even if it's fairly like subconscious and bad acting for mocap especially is when you're just doing something for the sake of doing it because the stage directions said you need to do it right you know because that's not human behavior you right. know we go open the cupboard because we want a cup out of it it could be something that simple or like because because we're making a cup of coffee and we need the cup that's inside there like that's kind of really basic stuff but um that's that's the other side of the the teamwork you know so we then then i pose the question and then they have to think about it and we work out then something that works for the scene right you're like what's my motivation yeah for what's my motivation for this cup <laughs> i don't know I think that's hard. actor. <laughs> I must <laughs> voice like voice acting is always something that has for me, even from like a kid to now, is like just I don't know, this magical like I, I don't even know how to say it. So I'll watch these like documentaries. They had one, I can't remember what the name of it was, but it was like really common voice actors that you would know yeah. and you and then you see the behind the scenes of like uh, Disney films and the yeah. people. Don't. Um, the thing that it doesn't bother me, my, my kid is to the left of me, but he will watch, he watches like, for instance, Paw Patrol and right. kid voice actors, they grow up and their voices change. So he'll, you know, a couple seasons in, he'll go, why does, why does writers sound different? So yeah. I'm like, well, I have to explain the kids grow up. Yeah voices change and all that and that's why they often like to cast you know women as kids voices um because the voice largely stays the same i voice oh, yeah. a, a a 10 year old boy um in five nights at freddy's so 
<laughs> That's one thing I wasn't expecting to do, but you know, challenge accepted and people seem to like it. You get you get the the paperwork and you're like, who's Bobby? I'm Bobby. Yeah, I'm like Gregory. I almost didn't audition for it. I was like, ah, it's not me. I don't do kids. I don't do kid voices. And I was like, ah, oh, no. no, I'll give it a shot and I'll do it. And I was like, ah, oh, you got the job. I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna have to do the whole game now. Because you're going in the lark. You're like, I'm never gonna get it. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh damn! Now I have to do it. But it was it was it's one of the most rewarding experiences I've done. Like Five Nights at Freddy's has literally been career changing. Like it's huge. And it's one of the, the few video games that terrifies me. So well done. <laughs> yeah, there you go. DLC is coming out this month. Is going to be even more terrifying. Oh wonderful! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, you're in this film. I am Rage. Um, yeah. It, but it's coming out August 1st. It's going to be digital, I believe. A and DVD. And DVD. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I am so happy with the hearkening back to physical copies of films because yeah. I am that. <laughs> I mean, I was surprised. People dig it because yeah. I, I don't want to say we got spoiled. I Whatever the opposite negative aspect of that is, because over the pandemic, people yeah. so much. And I feel like we got a little burnt out on it. Yeah. I mean, that's not to say I don't it's just nice to have the thing in your hands. Just like I, I don't like reading books on a Kindle. I like having the book in my hand. Um, is that that thing. But yeah, that no, I'm rage. I'm, I'm very excited about it. It's sort of I, I'm I've pivoted a little bit like I'm still doing games. It's not slowing down, but I'm, I'm pivoting more into screen work. So this is just an amazing opportunity to sort of showcase oh. skills. And it's this um, it's it's paying homage to uh to like Jean-Claude Van Damme's Hard Target and those kinds of movies. I know Hard Target was a big inspiration behind this movie. That's cool. I love some Jean-Claude Van Damme. Don't we all? Yeah, absolutely. Let him let him do the split. I forget what that film was where he did the split between the washer and the dryer. <laughs> big fan. But yeah, no, you're amazing in this film not to like kiss your butt, but you were perfectly cast for this because of the physicality and the the moves and the the fighting that was needed because it's intense from minute one like you were saying when you were fighting at the mm. beginning i actually paused it because i was like did i miss something <laughs> oh it hits you as soon as you start watching it's like whoops okay yeah, yeah we're I, diving in yep. i i've been punched i'm here let's go yeah. <laughs> Oh, thank you. No, it, yeah, I think the movie, um, one of its biggest strengths is the pacing. The pacing's quite fast, it's, which I find is quite unusual for indie films um, because you, you know, maybe sometimes you don't have enough footage and you're trying to stretch it out into a feature length. Like there's so many technical constraints in indie movies. Um, but yeah, no, this movie has pace. I want to preface this by saying that I absolutely love every guest, every indie filmmaker I've ever ha had on here. But do you know how many times we've talked about slow burn? And there's there's nothing wrong with the slow burn, but I think you might be you might be onto something a little bit. I think it is um, not fluff, but it is stretched a little bit because they're trying to give as much as they can. Yeah. And a lot of the stories are um, kind of insular and just kind of mm. like it's telling like a much more it's much like i guess more internalized story yeah. um because showing things is expensive <laughs> right. exactly you can just assume 
that they walked to the cupboard. Yeah. You don't have to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I think that's something uh, going way back to that. And in books where they're overly descriptive about like these commonplace happenings, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't care. Can we? Yeah. I am rage is paced very well. And it's like, bam, 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 bam. It's yeah. like perfect. It's like a rhythm. It's just, it's really yeah. cool. To me, it starts, it starts very much like a horror movie. It really shows the, the, uh, David's and, and, and the rest of the team's sort of horror background. You know, that's what the, that's what their previous movies were. They were horror. So they very much like, there was like a little bit of their safe space of like going into the horror tropes. Um, I mean, I'm, as far as I'm concerned, I'm basically two pointy teeth away from being a vampire, <laughs> but it then just does such a 180 and just hits you right in the face. And I remember watching it um, last month up in Montrose, Scotland. And I was like, how, like, these, these 90 minutes flew by. How about 90 minutes? Yeah, no, that's cool. I'm I'm actually incredibly jealous that you were in Scotland because I haven't been since a teenager and I've been talking right. about it. No, you're right. Because I don't think this is giving anything away. But uh, there's a certain mask and cloak ensemble. And you do think, oh, yeah. We're, and yeah, it's not, it has horrific elements to it, but I wouldn't say it's a flat out horror. It's action packed. Yeah. There's story, there's plot twist. So it's a little, it's not, it's not something you can put just in one little descriptive box. No. It's well balanced. What is coming up next for you? Um, I'm actually also part of another movie that's coming out later this year called Wrath of Dracula. Yeah, everything. All all my movies are angry. (laughs) (laughs) I am rage, wrath of Dracula, uh, where I play one of the brides of Dracula, and uh, Hannah Bangman's is also the lead in that. So we get to fight again. So it's become a thing for us to like be in things where I lust for her blood. (laughs) I I mean, who? Uh, Who wouldn't? I mean, have you seen her? have you seen her like yeah oh she's also just the loveliest person so like i jumped at the chance to work with her again um and it was a really fun fun shoot um but yeah again we got really comfortable fighting each other (laughs) in um at like during the course of i am rage and uh it it was just a no-brainer to sort of bring it back together and um, I have a few other things in the works uh, that we might be shooting later this year or beginning of next year, which is very exciting. But obviously, NDAs, I can't talk about it. I also, uh, you know, video game titles are going to be coming out throughout this and next year because I continuously work on it. But then it's like some games come out a few months after we record some games. It's like I've been recording since two, 2021 and we're still recording for it you know it's still not coming out um so yeah so i definitely will have a steady stream of a lot of game work coming out but hopefully more screen work as well that's awesome well wrath of dracula there's the two pointy teeth maybe exactly there are because i'm bride of dracula in that one um so there are the pointy teeth for sure uh and accent work of course oh Yes, I do a lot of accents anyway for voice work, so that was really easy. It's like we obviously have to do Romanian accents for for the vampires. Um, 
that's a, that's going to be like a, basically a vampire martial arts movie. It's, it's fun. Well, the what, cinematography on it is stunning. You know what? Not since, what was it? Uh, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. You know, we haven't had a good Dracula fight movie. So I'm yeah. looking so people can look towards, look forward to that towards the end of the year. They can yeah. see I August 1st. Can people follow you on social media? Absolutely. Uh, so you can just, you know, Google my name. I, I'm lucky to have like be the only person with my name. Uh, but if you're looking for my username, it's at Mart Holio. And if you get the reference, 10 points for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Beavis and Butthead. I, I uh, chose that when I was in college and uh, I thought it was funny. But then it turns out actually it's kind of a great username because it's gender neutral. So people can't quite tell. And is any woman on the internet, you know, you're like, mm, like, especially as a gamer, they don't yeah. know, you know, what I'm at. Um, so I, I avoid a lot of the abuse. <laughs> but no, uh, so yes, at Mart Holio uh, is my username on pretty much everything. Um, follow me. But yeah, and also I'll be doing some conventions in the States uh, later this year. But we haven't decided. Oh, yeah, I will be at PAX West, if anybody's going to PAX West um, over in Seattle at the end of august beginning of september oh perfect time to be there too yeah all righty well you can you can find her on threads i'm very excited about on twitter on because i already found her and followed her martolio with tp Martol. for her <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so for joining me i know it's really late there so i'll let you get going it's been oh, amazing you. you're so freaking good in this film <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me and for taking the time to talk to me. I've been dying to speak to someone who's a voice actor because just a misconception is that anybody can do it <laughs> and really can't. So that was a little check it off my list. Well, I'm happy to talk voice acting anytime if you have any, any more questions. Well, thank so. you so much. Have a wonderful night. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> See you later. Bye. This has been an Odd Imagination production. Here at Odd Imagination, you'll find book, film, television, and product reviews, as well as roundtable discussions, current events, and hot topics. We are advocates for equality and the freedom to be who you are, no matter what. Odd Imagination gets its name from autism and imagination, two things that are very important to us. If you would like more information on Aunt Imagination and the podcasts that we host on our website, you can visit autimagination.org, A-U-T-I-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N.org.